A very warm welcome to Fly to Freedom, an eating disorder recovery podcast that aims to give hope and inspiration to others trapped in the dark prison of an eating disorder. To reach out and take steps to recover and fly to freedom and peace. I'm Julia Trahane, your host, an eating disorder recovery coach who is now living in freedom after 40 years of anorexia, orthorexia and exercise addiction. My mission is to give love and support to anyone who feels ready to start their recovery journey. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I'm very grateful to you for being here. Please like, follow and rate it to enable me to reach others who need help. Right, let's get on with today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Flight of Freedom. Um, today's episode isn't actually what I plan to do at all um, and I have no notes and I'm just going to waffle but I'm doing it because I spoke to a couple of people in the last literally 24 hours that said to me I feel heard you just get it and it got me thinking that what does it actually feel like to have an eating disorder? And how can you explain how it feels to somebody that doesn't have an eating disorder? And I know I never actually explained to any of my family or loved ones how it felt, because when you say it out loud, it's crazy. It sounds like, I think they would have locked me away and thrown up thrown away the key it just sounds so ludicrous but it feels so real like I mean I've had anorexia and so I can only speak from my experience of living within the anorexia and to me it was like some a psychotic being had moved into my head. And at the beginning, oh, it was incredible. It felt like I was achieving so much, like I was winning at life. Almost like I was, I don't know, on some kind of other level, on a different plane, slightly floating above the world where I had this like superhuman ability to restrict and to live this life of purity and not need stuff everyday people needed like food. Um, And it it was quite amazing to begin with. It was like the most incredible feeling. And that feeling was something I craved so much. It felt so good. And then the external validation started saying, oh, look at you, you're so thin, you look so good. And that added to the whole like incredible feeling of being a superhuman. And that was kind of, I suppose, the addictive start of that that amazing feeling that you just want to keep. And then this, this psychotic being, it's so powerful and so clever and literally has the power to control you totally. And it started saying, "Mm, you need to lose some more weight to be, to keep this feeling, to keep pure 
and to keep you just going to be the most amazing, most loved, most perfect, most acceptable person in the world if you lose this little bit more weight. And so you try and you restrict and you start getting towards that number and that the all powerful scales tell you how well you're doing every day. And if the all powerful scales tell you that actually you didn't lose any weight or God forbid you gained weight, that psychotic being was brutal. I mean, she was such a bitch. It was, it was beyond nasty words. It was like setting fire to your heart. You were going to be totally and utterly ostracized from society. Nobody, nobody is going to like you. Nobody's going to respect you. You are literally going to be cast away. The world as you know it is not going to be worth living. And so you grasp back hold of the superhuman feeling and you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to lose more weight. So you restrict more and you restrict more. And that number starts going down again and you start feeling like you're winning, like you're getting there. And you you reach the number, you reach that magic number and, and the eating disorder says, no, actually, no, you're still too fat. You're still too big. This wasn't the right number for you. And even though it seems that perhaps that eating disorder did lie to you, it has so much power that you're like, okay, okay, I'll go further. I can do better. I can definitely do better. I can get there. I'll do it. I'll do it. And so you get set this new number and you start to work towards it. Every day you still have to face the scales of doom, sometimes more than once a day, twice a day, three times a day. And then the mirrors of doom start joining in and they're just saying, no, look at you, look at that fat bulge, look at that bit, look at that bit. And the power of this psychotic voice to control you and to control things around you is incredible. And you set your focus on just trying so hard to get back that feeling of acceptance, that feeling of winning, that feeling of being good, that feeling of being enough. And the more you try, the further and further away it gets. And every time you eat, every time you put something in your mouth, you feel guilt and you feel shame. And that psychotic bitch in your head is just like, you shouldn't have done that. Do you know how bad you You failed. You are such a failure. And your whole mind becomes this intense, massive white noise full of criticism and hate and promises of perfection and love. And it fills your entire being and consumes every minute of your day. And when you're out with people, when you're out with your friends and you're trying to be like a normal person, to me, I felt like I was always trapped behind this bubble of frosted glass. Like they were there and they were having fun, but somehow, even though I was there and I was with them, I still wasn't. And I was still on the outside. And my eating disorder told me that was because I wasn't thin enough. I didn't, I wasn't accepted because I was too big. And it's so consuming 
And even when your body is hurting because you're so thin and you're so malnourished and everything is effort and people start commenting, your eating disorder will say, well, look, they're noticing you're thin. And then when you get really sick and people start being worried about you, your eating disorder is saying, Look, now you're getting the love. You're getting the love and the care because you're thin, because this is the way you're supposed to be. And you know that if you gain weight and they stop worrying about you, then the eating disorder tells you that that's because they don't love you anymore and you're not acceptable anymore. So being sick and being cared for and having people worry about you, the eating disorder tells you that's their love. And that's how you're receiving love. And so you've gone from feeling like you're superhuman and floating on top of the world to cold, so, so cold and in pain and sick and frightened. But the eating disorder says that's the only way you can get love. So you go with it because literally the eating disorder is all you've got left. You feel like there's nothing else in your life. It has taken over everything, every aspect. And you just exist in this zombie-like state of fear from day to day. But this fear is not a normal fear. It's not like being scared of a spider or worried about an exam. It's a fear that literally you're going to somehow burn in the fires of hell that everything, everything is going to come to this horrific horrific end if you don't do what the eating disorder says that you are literally going to be the most hated and unaccepted person in the world and all you want is to be loved you just want to feel safe and you want to feel loved and the eating disorder tells you that that is the only only way to be and the only way to get that feeling that love that acceptance is to get thinner and thinner and thinner and all these rules come in about what you can eat and what you can't eat and how much you have to move and you have to follow them and from people on the outside looking in they're like well just eat just eat what I don't understand why can't you just eat and they how can you understand if you haven't lived that crippling paralyzing fear of what's going to happen, of how outcast and unaccepted you can be if you don't abide by the rules. And it's so hard to explain. And I don't think I ever, I probably am not explaining it fully now because that icy burning cauldron of fear that is literally churning up inside you the entire time never lets up it never goes away and it just gets more and more intense sometimes you can't even catch your breath because of the fear and it's just if I tried to explain that to anybody I think they would have locked me away it was it sounds so crazy that food and an eating disorder can have that much power, but it is literally like this entity has taken over your life. You've been possessed 
by an eating disorder and you lose control. But there is a way out and you can recover. And that eating disorder is, I mean, it's awful, it's horrendous. And you live in such a state of horrendous fear and oh, it's, it's so hard to explain, it really is. But there is a way out and you can recover and that eating disorder fear can go and you can find out who you are and you do have an identity outside the eating disorder. It's hard to see, it's hard for you to know that it's there. I promise you that it is. And as you get better, it comes out and you start to laugh and you start to enjoy life. And there is a future that is free, that is happy, where you find your passions and who you really are. And I promise you that your body is not what people choose to like you and love you because of. It's you, not your body, not your eating disorder. Your body doesn't define who you are. You as a person inside, your kindness, your love, your concern for others, your concern for animals, your love of nature, your love of laughter, your sense of fun, all those things will come back. All those beautiful, beautiful things that go to make up a wonderful, varied life can all come back and you can find them. Just reach out, get some support. From me or from anybody, just there are so many people out there that can help and people that do understand how you feel and how frightened you are. And I feel you, I get you, I've been there, I've lived it. So please do reach out. I do recovery coaching and there's plenty of other coaches out there as well. But don't stay stuck, don't stay scared. There is a future, please take it. Thank you so much for listening to this slightly emotional and impromptu episode that I just felt compelled to say. Um, I wish you absolutely the best and send you so much love. Um, please click on my website and download the free Starting Recovery Survival Guide. And if you've got any questions or want to chat, just DM me and I'm there on the end of all my DMs. Take care and sending you so much love. Thank you for listening. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do remember to give me a follow and a five-star rating. This will enable me to reach more people that need help. If you would like to talk to me about how to work with me and you're ready to take the next step, just check out my website at juliatrahane.com. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful.